Welcome to the CBD Retail Trends Podcast. I'm Thomas Malloy, Senior Editor with CBDRetailTrends.com and C-Store Decisions Magazine. Today's guest is Jeff Ragavin, Chief Commercial Officer with Philo, a company whose mission is providing compliance-first solutions for highly regulated industries. Today's conversation is sponsored by CB Distributors, a leading wholesaler for the convenience store industry, makers of Hemp Bombs, a winning package for your CBD category. Hemp Bombs, celebrating its fifth year anniversary and the number one selling brand in convenience, 47 months and counting. Now featuring the award-winning Botanical Gummies. For more information, visit www.hempbombs.com. And let's get started. And so I'm speaking with Jeff Ragavan today. He's the Chief Commercial Officer with Philo and uh, uh, really good stuff. This company has got an interesting take on the CBD industry um, and they do an awful lot of things as far as, I mean, the, the services across the board in a lot of different ways. And uh, just want to welcome you, Jeff. How are you doing today? Thank you. I'm doing great. Thanks for uh, having me on the show. Uh, tell you what, tell me just a little bit about the company and you know what you guys do. I mean, it seems to me you do an awful lot of um, data stuff uh, for manufacturers, right? But you also do retail things as well. Yeah. So, you know, we, um, you know, we have an entire, um, you know, suite of software products. So essentially we work with, you know, the large MSOs, SSOs, CBD companies, really, you know, any, um, you know, cannabis company out there that is looking to market their products we work with a lot of the traditional brands who want to, you know, utilize our data. But at the end of the day, we really have, um, you know, we call it a, our Philo compliance cloud stack, if you will. That's really four main products. And so what we're trying to do is help people really navigate this fairly um, complex and uh, highly regulated industry. So on the data side, we really have um, a pretty robust taxonomy of what people are purchasing when it comes to you know, CBD products, cannabis products, all the way down to edibles, vapes, pre-rolls, you name it, how much they're spending, what state they're in, what strains they're buying. Um, and we also have an incredible amount of data outside of cannabis that we marry together. So, you know, somebody from, let's just say Uber Eats might say, hey, Philo, we actually want to market to our customers who are transacting, you know, with cannabis related products, but also watch um, HBO and we want to market to them for our Uber Eats, you know, delivery. Um, on the flip side, we also work with the largest cannabis operators out there that really want us to help them drive consumers into their stores to purchase. And then we actually have fairly um, amazing tools that help them navigate the, you know, compliance roadblocks, if you will, in marketing. So I'm sure you know this uh, just from, you know, the space, but you know, if you wanted to deploy, let's just say a digital ad creative for, you know, a cannabis brand in California or a CBD, CBD brand in California, you have to abide by those local state laws and then all the jurisdictions below that. And so we help them with tools to keep them compliant, make sure they're doing everything um, properly. And then we also have uh, a slew of retail um, solutions to help them really message their customers, create loyalty and rewards for their customers. And it's really an all-encompassing platform that helps them really market in a very efficient way. You know, tell me, how did you get into this business? Is this, um, is it a CBD thing? Or are you guys like, you're not just CBD, obviously, but I mean, how did you get into this position or in, into this business? Or, you know, what, what, what drew you to this? Because it's interesting stuff. 
Yeah, I mean, it's no, we, we, we offer this to really anyone who's touching any type of cannabinoid product. So whether it's THC related or it's just CBD related, um, you know, I've spent the last 20, 22, 23 years in the ad tech world, uh, you know, co-founded a company called Buddy Media, sold it to Salesforce, um, launched my own, um, you know, company to invest in smart technology and marketing firms. And, you know, along the line, I uh, was at a, um, an event in Dallas a few years ago um, on how to successfully build a startup and ran into Chad Bronstein who started Philo and we just really hit it off. And I saw the, the cannabis industry was really starting to take off and really wanted to, um, you know, jump into that world because I saw it as massive green pasture, um, no pun intended there. And so for me, it was just kind of a, another uh, wave to ride. So I've just, you know, when I look back at my career, I've been in the, you know, email marketing space back in, you know, late 99 and then moved into search engine marketing with SEO and paid search and then moved into social. And so I kind of looked at this as the next really big wave that's really taking over because, you know, the stigma has suddenly been, um, you know, evaporated, if you will, the last couple of years. And more and more states are coming on board for legalization. More and more people are starting to try CBD related products for holistic health and healing. And so it's just a really good time, um, you know, to be in this world. Uh, and all this data that we've got now, all the, I mean, we have so much information now and it's great to have it, but retailers and other companies, uh, consumer packaged goods company, they need to actually process it and understand it. And you guys help do that, correct? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know, on the compliance side, you know, compliance can be very tricky. That's where I was going. I was going to say on top of that, if you're in the CBD space, you've got all this data, but then you've also got to keep track of where and who and what and what kind of laws are going on, what kind of regulations. And you guys are kind of specialists at that. Am I wrong? All right. You just nailed it. Right. And so, you know, it's really interesting. We just, I don't know if you saw it, but we just released, um, you know, this really amazing study with Harris Poll um, and Philo. And essentially, you know, what we found was, you know, we literally talked to about 300 plus um, compliance leaders, all from very highly regulated industries. So not just cannabis, but also, you know, industries in healthcare, you know, financial, alcohol. And essentially, you know, what we found was that, you know, about, I think it was two thirds or about 65% of the companies see compliance as a really big issue when it comes to growing. So um, compliance is really holding back a lot of people because they don't know how to operate. There's so many things that they have to abide by. So a lot of these companies are turning to us to really help them stay compliant, not just on a federal perspective, but also on the state and local level. Right. So we have a pretty um, robust platform that you can really drill down into, you know, you might be, uh, you know, a company that operates only in CBD and hemp. You know, you can actually go down into your local jurisdictions and find out, hey, what can I can't can I or cannot do, you know, when it comes to, you know, opening up a retail shop, doing my digital uh, marketing signage, you know, anything that you know, might get in the way of me being able to get into, you know, my consumer's hands, we help them actually stay compliant in that matter. And so um, it's kind of, for us at least, it's great because we're kind of that green check mark, if you will, so that 
you know, they use our system. They understand everything that's happening when it comes to uh, regulation across the country. And they're able to, you know, do all of their marketing and feel, you know, safe that they're doing it the right way. And so we're talking about the compliance cloud, right? The, the compliance tool, is that? Correct. And is this, is this pretty user-friendly or do they need, like, report, do we get reports from, from Philo or is it something they can just, you know, log on to in an app or on their computer? Yeah, so with a subscription, they literally have access to the entire repository of everything. So like if I went into, you know, the you know regulatory database section of the field of compliance cloud today, I can see any type of updates, forms, guidance, um, laws and statutes, anything related to CBD across the country. And there was a number, uh, I'm looking in the platform right now as we're speaking, and there was a number of forms and guidance that literally just came out, you know, one from, let's see here, Rhode Island Department of Business regs on hemp derived consumable CBD for distribution. There's a license update there. Um, and then there's also looks like a, a 2021 pesticide bulletin for the state of Oregon, which is an announcement, you know, from a CBD perspective. And then they also push something out here from the Oregon Health Authority on cannabis testing rules for CBD and sampling information. So there's stuff that's coming out literally every other day. Um, you know, there's applications, there's permits, there's all sorts of new things that people need to make sure they stay abreast of. And sometimes it's hard to know where all that information is. So we aggregate it all together. Um, and then we let people really go in and find, you know, the information that they want in their specific region. And then they'll get alerts to come into the platform, right? So if you're a subscriber, um, Tom, you might come in and say, oh, wow, I didn't know this, but there's a new statue for industrial hemp that was just went into effect on October 6th, right? That impacts your business. And so we give you all that information. We'll showcase the bill. Um, we'll showcase all the information in that bill so you could take it back to your business and make sure that you're staying, um, you know, compliant in that nature. It's really, it's, a lot of information, but it's really easy to use because we built this platform so that all companies have access to that. You were saying how, you know, if, if you're a hemp grower or something like that, but if you're not a hemp grower, say you're more of a mainstream type of uh, manufacturer or distributor, uh, and you still need to keep on top of this. So you're not really, you're, they, they, that person or that, they would not be necessarily tuned in so well to the hemp market and all that kind of stuff. Um, this is something that can help them, I would, I would think. Yes? I mean, honestly, everyone. Like, I just pulled up something here from a few days ago, which are, you know, instructive uses for seeds outside of Alabama. <laughs> so it was from the Alabama Department of Agriculture that are requirements for international seed that comes in. And so there's, you know, a compliance layer on, you know, seeds and plants that conform to, I think it's something like 0.3% of the THC limit for CBD. So there's just so much um, data here that really anybody who is touching the plant in any capacity should be using this platform. And it's not just limited to, let's just say, somebody who is uh, manufacturing, distributing, or selling cannabis or CBD related products. It's also for people who are in uh, real estate. Um, somebody who's in real estate might you know, be looking for additional licenses in a certain state. And the only way to do that um, is to really listen in and see what meetings are taking place, you know, across that state. So if you have a state like, um, 
let's see, big one with jurisdictions, uh, Michigan, for instance, right? Michigan has like over a thousand jurisdictions in their state, which is basically a small country. And so wow. you'd have to figure out, okay, well, who's meeting in all the towns where they're going to have licenses that are available? The only way to do that is if you actually dial into these meetings and understand what's happening. There's an awful lot of ancillary, uh, I guess, industries that are are tied to to the uh, CBD industry and hemp industry and things like that. That you know, a lot of us don't even think about. We don't, you know, because we just see the the, the CBD soda or the tincture. You know, you just and it's like any other product as well. You just you know grab it off the shelf, you buy, it, you take it home. Exactly, and you know, you have just think about it at least from a category pers- you know perspective. You know, you literally have. Um, you know, you have things that you have to read as far as like proposed laws and statutes that might impact your business. Um, there might be forms or guidance, uh, things that you're trying to find that you can't find. We have that, um, you know, enforcement actions, um, proposed regulations. And then of course you actually have like so many different issuing authorities that you have to drill down to even further, right? You've got city council, you've got planning commissions, you've got legislature. Right, got right, right. I mean, the list goes on. It's so crazy. And I think a lot of marketers outside of the CBD and cannabis world are like, wow, that's that's a lot to deal with, you know? And so that's why we're here to really help, you know, a lot of these clients, you know, make their lives easier so they know exactly what they're doing. Talk to me about some of these consumer packaged good uh, manufacturers that are um, more mainstream who are just getting their toes wet or, you know, dipping their toes into the, uh, the water here with uh, CBD products and things of that nature. Um, they would, I, I would think um, the retailers who purchase from them that they distribute to are going to want to make sure that those folks uh, are on their game. They know what's going on. Um, and I believe I, I saw something in some of the, the notes that you guys had sent over that, uh, more the mainstream CPG folks are, are also uh, looking for this kind of tool? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, you know, what's really exciting and, you know, I personally, I'm super excited because I've spent my entire career kind of in the traditional brand and CPG world. They are really interested in working with Philo right now because of the data sets that we have. So we have, we're sitting on essentially gold, if you will, of you know, consumer trends and purchase behavior across the entire country. So as a traditional brand, you might say, well, Jeff, how, I don't understand how that correlates. Like if they're trying to sell their products and you're trying to sell them data and what they're buying on the cannabis side, how does that make sense? And the reason is really at the end of the day, these cohorts of consumers that are, you know, buying CBD products, whether it's skincare, topicals, pills, whatever it might be, even, you know, smoking CBD, they spend a lot of money, right? So they are first movers. They're not necessarily savers, they're spenders. Um, and uh, it's kind of a new, just kind of thinking about it, it's a, it's a new opportunity to market to a consumer group that you might not have thought about before. There might be some overlay there and maybe the same people you're targeting, but you know, we have uh, a ton of different brands that are really seeing amazing results. So one in particular, which is, Kind of an interesting story. I don't know. Have you ever heard of City Row? No, I've never heard of City Row. Okay, so City Row is kind of, um, you know, you're familiar with Peloton, right? Uh, I, I was, absolutely. I mean, who isn't with all the ads they've been uh, doing? Right. So City Row is very similar in the sense that Peloton's about, you know, riding on your bike and, and kind of 
remote classes and you know having that experience at home city row is doing the same thing they have studios across the country but they have an amazing rower which is all about you know water rowing um beautiful screen and they're kind of you know a competitor to peloton in the sense that you know you're able to do a much different workout um you know super super um low impact on your body but really great workout you know we're working with them in the sense that they really wanted to you know go out and be able to target people in our network that they know are purchasing cbd related products because there's a lot of assumptions on there as well that people who are taking cbd related products are taking it for muscle recovery muscle relief um you know relaxing sleeping and so it's a really good um kind of cross section because we know that they're into sports right and so we've seen a really really good uh return on ad spend for them and reached we've reached millions of consumers you know to drive this uh water rower um purchase and so things like that make a lot of sense when you think about a you know an uber eats for instance you know they really are you know capitalizing on targeting people who they know are really not just CBD but really heavily on the cannabis side so whether it's an edible or a smokable product they are kind of making the assumption well these people are probably going to get hungry and so we want to be able to market to them in a very smart sophisticated way because we know they probably want takeout i mean the all the old <laughs> the old standard jokes about the munchies when i was a kid that was the big joke you know exactly and i think too like one of the really interesting things tom that we've experienced as a company and i've also experienced with with my clients is you know from covid i'd say the beginning of covid in march of 2020 all through now cbd in particular we've seen a a tremendous not just rise but also a more of a kind of we call it kind of curious on the thc side but more and more people are consuming cbd related products than they ever did before just because of the you know rationale they're stressed they can't sleep um they want to try something that's that's natural that's you know that's no additives it's not a pharmaceutical it's not a prescription and um you know even my mom you know she she's literally like you work with so many great companies can you get me a really good you know lotion that has cbd for pain and arthritis and so you see this much later generation of folks that are starting to test different things that they've never used in their life because you know obviously the farm bill a couple years ago you know allowing cbd across the whole country has really changed and the market shift of what we're actually seeing and actually this is kind of where i see this whole industry going in a really strong way is is you know folks are getting older and as they get older they have these aches and pains i'm starting to get it myself and you know they're little things they're annoyances but they can really ruin your day they can ruin a you know an evening out at you know, with you know family or friends or these kinds of products these topicals and some of the other products with cbd are um they're really a great uh a great pain easer they're they're really great for that and uh we're starting to find that i think and a lot of the consumer base is starting to broaden because of that and do you see any other like mainstream uh, companies who make these types of products trying to get into uh the uh, industry with uh, some CBD products as well that are akin to what they already make do you see that at all oh yeah absolutely i mean i'm i'm uh, i've been talking to i mean i can't disclose the brand because i'm under NDA but no no problem um, i understand there's a 
major traditional brand out there that's looking to get into, um, you know, the category, you know, the snacking category with CBD. Um, you've obviously seen the massive trend that's taking place right now with CBD beverages. Um, you know, huge. CBD. It's huge. Oh, yeah. And then on the on the makeup um, line of business, too, a lot of these, you know, mainstream brands out there, they're very recognizable household names. They're launching products with CBD, like in mascaras and powders and all sorts of stuff. And so it's kind of interesting because it's, you know, we are starting to see this bleed into more of the mainstream world on things that you'll be able to buy at the supermarket. Right, or, right. Yes, right, which is great. But I think one of the challenges um, that we're definitely seeing is, you know, as more and more marketers come on board, you know, to market their products, right? It's very challenging to stand out, right? Because they're spending a lot of dollars on marketing and media. And so you really need to figure out, like this comes back down to like basic brand building 101. Forget about the CBD world, right? How to successfully launch, you know, a smart company doing all the right things um, in a sea of crowdedness, if you will. Right. right? Um, and so that's one thing, you know, I have a lot of guests on my show and I ask them this. I'm like, well, what are you doing to, you know, stand out? What are you doing differently? How is your product different from, you know, the next person's? And um, even on the pet care side, there's a ton of pet care companies now that are starting to launch CBD, um, you know, products that help with, you know, dogs who have anxiety, dogs who can't sleep. Like It is a huge thing, isn't it? It's a huge market. Yeah, really is. Um, and, you know, I think also from an e-commerce perspective with COVID, more and more people are transacting through e-commerce methods now online than ever before. Big, big increase, um, I'd say, in wallet share there. Um, and, you know, we've had, I'd say, you know, when you kind of think about the top the top CBD brands out there, like you've probably heard of Charlotte's Web, like they've been oh, yeah. you know, large and they've been around for a while and, you know, really growing leaps and bounds. And they do everything from, you know, topicals to oils and gummies and all sorts of stuff and kind of hang their hat on transparency, right? Because that's another That's thing. a big deal. Yeah, big deal, you know. And so making sure that they actually buy a CBD product from, you know, a company that fully has, you know, the transparency and the certificates of analysis is really important, right? Because you want a high quality product. Well, though, and, and uh, these are the companies as well who are calling for more regulation. They want this they want that yeah. they want the wild west gone you know and I, I, I know yeah. everyone overuses that that term that phrase but they want that gone they want they want some standards set so a lot of these fly by night operations can just fall off to the side it's true i mean and i think it's important too because as you know more and more companies crop up you know i think it's up to the brands to make sure that they are pushing product out there that is real and not snake oil right and we see that it's not just the CBD market. It's happened everywhere, right? right? It doesn't matter which category, which vertical it happens. But I think, you know, with something like this, where people are really, they're taking this product for to feel better, right? They're taking this product, you know, for muscle uh, and joint pain. They're taking it for, you know, cleansing their face. They're taking it to sleep. Like these have to be products that, that have high standards, you know, because they are even though it's, you know, it is medicine, if you think about it, right? It is still something that's helping your health. And, you, you know, you'll see that um, a lot of like, uh, I also cover the C-store industry, which is gas stations. And um, a lot of them, like, in, in fact, the larger ones, uh, Circle K and a few others, 
um, have partnered with people uh, or larger uh, CBD manufacturers who have more reputable names because that's a match for them as far as the size of the industry, but it's also a match for you know their uh, reputation. Um, C stores want to be family places, places where you know folks can come, bring the kids, all that kind of stuff. So they they try and get away from you know the the larger chains anyway. And I think the smaller ones are starting to gravitate towards this too. They're trying to get away from the fly by night operators and trying to to go with the reputable uh, manufacturers like Charlotte's Web and some of the other ones like uh, Hemp Bombs and a few of the other guys, um, Fourth CBD and those folks, uh, just because they they really want to make sure the product uh, is of high quality and they don't want their customers who buy all these other things from them to be ticked off over the purchase of CBD. Plus it's all new to them as well, you know? Totally. Yeah. No, without a doubt, without a question. So tell me a little bit more about as far as what you see as the CBD industry mainstreaming and um, you know, what, what trends do you observe out there? What, what are your thoughts? Yeah. I mean, I think the, I mean, it's interesting, actually, it's a kind of a loaded question, but I don't know if you remembered uh, a few years ago, there was, uh, I think it was around 420. It was two or three years ago, uh, Carl's Jr. did a campaign. I do, I remember that. And they only did it that one day, but really quick, yeah. remind our listeners who aren't who aren't familiar with 420, what that's about. Yeah, so 420 is basically, you know, a celebration of, you know, cannabis consumption on April 20th, right? Um, and so that is really a, a day that, you know, a lot of brands tend to do a lot of marketing, you know, they have a lot of messaging that goes out. Um, and it's really just kind of a, you know, 420 was more of a slang term years and years ago, like, yeah, it's 420, let's smoke, right? And it's now turned into more of a, you know, holiday for cannabis marketers, CBD marketers to, you know, do special deals and offers. Real quick, was that based upon like the time of the day? Or what was the deal with that? Why, why 420? What's the significance of that? Yeah, it was 420 also, like 420pm. So let's light up. Yes, let's light up. <laughs> it's a smoker's holiday, right? Oh, Lord. Uh, but, you know, it was interesting because, you know, two years ago, Carl's Jr., they did this, you know, huge kind of campaign celebrating mm-hmm. 420. And I think it was it was only in a few locations, I think, or maybe one or two. I think it was just one. It was, it, it, yeah. it, it, it was one or two, I'm sure of that. Yeah, it was very, it was a very, very small, uh, you know, group of stores, if not one. You know, and at the end of the day, they were kind of like going out there saying, hey, we're rolling out a new burger with CBD, um, which I mean, honestly, I, I when that came out, I was like, I don't understand. Like, and Tom, I was literally like, what is the purpose of a CBD burger? Right. And so, you know, in my mind, it was very gimmicky. Right. Um, however, I did think it was cool that it actually brought attention uh, to, you know, the CBD world, if you will. I mean, it was essentially infused in their sauce on the uh, on the burger. Um, so I don't really know what the like, why they were doing it. But, you know, at the end of the day, like, I think it worked really well for them, right? I, th- I think you're I think you're right. They didn't do it again. Um, but you know, we've seen so many other brands kind of, you know, follow suit. Um, you know, this year, Shake Shack did something around 420. Um, Fat Burger did something around 420. Um, TurboTax, like all these mainstream brands are like, hey, let's capitalize on 420 because we know our customers enjoy that. And so it's been it's been very cool to actually see a lot of mainstream brands that you probably would have never in a million years thought would get behind it have gotten behind. it. Right. And you see, it's it's drifted away from that, you know, that 
uh, I hesitate to use this term, but that stoner mentality or whatever, you know, back from like, say that 70s show we you see on TV. Um, but it's it's really, it's, it's become like a fun promotional type of thing. And uh, the Carl's Jr., I'll tell you that, I don't know who did the pictures for that that campaign, but yeah. that burger looked awesome. Yeah, no, I mean, it did look very delicious. It looked awesome. And I don't know why they haven't re- haven't done it again, but um, it certainly was a kind of a cute promo. And um, I think maybe their younger <laughs> their younger audience or their younger consumer might uh, respond to that, you know, kind of in a joking way or whatnot, a fun way, I would think. And Yeah. Well, I think this year, um, you know, not this year, we already passed 420, but you know, there was there was a lot of brands that kind of piled on uh, to try and get that share of voice. I feel like next year, 2022, is going to be pretty impressive just because of what's happened, you know, in the country this year alone, right? You had New Jersey, you have New York, you have Connecticut, all legalizing in the Northeast. And so I think a lot of brands are going to start to get behind that because they know that they could connect with their consumers in a, you know, a fun way, if you will. Um, yeah, and uh, why don't we talk again when that starts to come around? I'd like to talk about that once once we see how that's going to play out, how it's going to shake out, because that that's going to be interesting, I think. Totally. I mean, we, I think I remember seeing this year, like Denny's jumped on the bandwagon for 420, um, which they hadn't done before. So wow. I was- see, I missed all these. All I saw was that Carl's Jr. like two years ago. Oh, no. This year we had uh, Denny's, we had Adidas, we had BarkBox, we had Shake Shack. TurboTax, um, Harmless Harvest, uh, Hotels.com, Adidas, who else? Um, There's a ton of brands this year, but I feel like next year is going to be really intense. I'm actually working with a number of, um, you know, operators and CEOs in the space to create a new holiday um, outside of 420 for next year, where it's not just one day, it's an entire month focusing on cannabis. So keep an eye out. Very interesting. Um, it, it, it's it's definitely shifting, and I think the market is shifting. The uh, demographic is starting to shift to a little bit of older, um, more serious consumer, especially folks who are, are laborers getting up in their late thirties, forties, and then you got folks you know who are older looking for for relief from those aches and pains that they wake up every day. You got a new one. Um, you know, folks who are older, who are retired and whatnot. So uh, very 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 interesting marketplace. You guys really. Uh, You've got all the info on it um, at Philo. It seems like it's, it seems very, very complicated, but your job, correct, if I'm, if I'm correct here, is to take that complication out and break it down and make it simple for the folks who are trying to, to get into the marketplace and serve some customers, correct? Exactly. And I think even on the activation side, there's a lot of marketers across CBD and cannabis alone that they're just like, you know what, there's so many constraints in what we can do and what we can't do and what's in the creative and what language that we just, we're not going to do it. And that's where we come in and we say, look, we're going to help you effectively plan, you know, really put together a campaign and strategy that we know will work depending on what their goals are. So like, is it, are we driving people to a store? Are we driving people to an e-commerce site to purchase there and ship? You know, are we targeting, you know, the right people based on their buying behaviors and habits, right? So even on the CBD side, we can get very granular on, is it an edible? Is it a topical? Is it a vape? Is it flower, et cetera? And then really activate across, you know, I guess I would say an omni-channel strategy. So that means 
display ads across premium um, sites, um, video, rich media, connected TV is something that has been uh, super prevalent during COVID because everyone's home. Right. That's that's a that's a really big uh, up and comer, I think, is, as far as yeah. the advertising and marketing goes. Huge. And then, of course, native um, audio, digital out of home, like we're doing all of this, you know, for our clients that really not just drive engagement, but drive sales and conversions. And then, of course, we optimize from there so that we have, you know, the highest performing uh, program. So it's really fun. I mean, for us, like we all have advertising backgrounds. So being able to do this in a completely you know, different industry, you know, and making it more normal uh, for everybody is, is really fun. Yeah. It's really starting to mainstream. I'll tell you. Um, yeah, it's absolutely. And I mean, listen, I feel like, you know, we're kind of in the thrust of, you know, the entire intersection between, you know, CBD, cannabis, all the products around it. And then obviously merging everything on the mainstream brand world too, is just, you know, it's pretty awesome. And we, we love being in that intersection because we really get to work with everybody on both sides of the fence. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, I think it's all going to shake out eventually. You know, it might seem complicated now, but uh, I thank you for your time. I really do appreciate it, Jeff. Uh, Jeff Ragavan, Chief Commercial Officer with Philo. And that'll wrap up this edition of the CBD Retail Trends Podcast, uh, sponsored today by CB Distributors, a leading wholesaler for the convenience store industry, makers of Hemp Bombs, a winning package for your CBD category. Hemp Bombs celebrating its fifth year anniversary and the number one selling brand in convenience, 47 months and counting, now featuring the award-winning Botanical Gummies. For more information, visit www.hempbombs.com. Many thanks again to Philo Chief Commercial Officer Jeff Ragavan for joining us and sharing his expertise today. For more information on Philo and its compliance cloud technology, visit the company online at hellofilo.com. That's hello, F-Y-L-L-O, hellofilo.com. For CBDRetailTrends.com and C-Store Decisions Magazine, I'm Senior Editor Thomas Malloy. I'll see you next time.